wellness listeners and welcome to another episode of wellness with Aaron. it's your guy here Aaron. you can follow me on instagram at wellness with Aaron or at betten bsnrn don't forget to subscribe to my up and coming blog at www.wellnesswithaaron.com so today's episode is titled we are what we eat my intention for this episode is for all you wellness listeners to walk away more aware and more conscious of what you're eating and why you're eating it. Alrighty, so let's dive in. In this new day and age, 21st century, year 2020, majority of the food you see is packaged in stores. However, thankfully, there's a big fad going on about organic eating, healthy eating, eating locally grown foods, eating foods that don't have pesticides, growth hormones, and herbicides on them, which makes my heart sing because the food that is highly processed and highly chemical and genetically modified is not good for our body because we have to know that the food that we eat is there to help us grow and to give us energy. So if the food we're eating is going into our body, being broken down on a atomic chemical level, very, 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 very down there at a micro level, and giving information to our cells, our DNA, then couldn't this food has a have a big um, dramatic effect on our genetic inflammation? So if the food, quote unquote, is highly processed and means far from nature, doesn't that mean it takes our body a bit far from nature? Ha, just want you to think here. So, as you can tell from this title, you are what you eat. And that's what I'm digging into because we are what we eat. And the food that is given to us majority of the time is not what we want to become, okay? Because all it does, it gives us quick energy, but it doesn't provide lasting, sustaining energy. And we want energy that's going to, we want to eat food, excuse me, that's going to leave us satisfied, leave us feeling healthy, leave us feeling, feeling energized without feeling groggy and bogged down and feeling like our food was too heavy or we always need to go to sleep directly after eating. Because our food is supposed to give us energy, not take energy away from us to the point where it's putting us to sleep. Have you guys ever noticed that? Have you ladies and gents ever noticed that? That sometimes after we eat certain foods, we get really sleepy? Mm, I always thought that was a problem. Excuse me while I sip my tea. (laughs) But yeah. Like I said earlier, the food we eat contains information to tell our body how it should function. So, think of it this way. Our body is the hardware and our food is the software. If you were to buy a brand new Apple computer or an HP or whatever type of new computer you were going to buy, you would try to put no old software from 1998 inside your computer, would you? No, exactly, because you know that the information that's on that disk is not the information that this computer can use. So, 
Why do we eat food that's so far removed from nature and put it in our body and think it's supposed to make us healthy? It, it won't. Like, and we know that subconsciously and intuitively. intuitively we know that. And so, you're listening to this podcast because you want to be well and healthy and want to be a little bit more intuitive with your eating, you want to be more conscious with your eating. And I'm here to help you get there because we're not going to let them pull the wool over our eye again and we're out here eating poison. Okay, we can't have that. So studies have shown that there's a link between an increased consumption of red meat, especially highly processed red meat, and an increased risk of colon cancer. Right? Stunning. We have all these new cancers popping up. Not saying that this is a direct cause, but it could be. Because the foods, these highly processed red meat contains nitrates, nitrosamines, sodium chlorides, um, heterocyclic, heterocyclic, hydrocarbons and so when these things get into the body we have to understand that we are a uh not just our there's bacteria that's in our body that breaks down these foods right and so these bacteria also has the ability to take these chemicals and convert them into compounds that could be cancerous to our body don't let's not go blame the bacteria and try to kill them all now just saying that we have to be aware and eat foods that also is symbiotic with the other organisms that's in our body because they've been there for millennia. We can't get rid of them we, even though we try, and that's why we have so many antibiotic resistances. But we can't get rid of bacteria. Like That's not going to happen. They're there for a reason. They're there to help us stay alive. If it wasn't for them, we couldn't be alive. We need to know how to eat foods that's going to help them and help our body at the same time, okay? That helps them flourish in a way that does not cause virulence and disease. And that's how we want to eat. But eating these highly processed red meats, and it's just no bueno. So I'm not saying we can't eat red meat. I'm just saying don't eat processed red meat. It's it's not good for us. We, we, yeah, sorry, people. Sorry. Don't eat the processed roots meat. Don't do it. Don't do it. Have you ever read the packages on some of those things? Like, the stuff that's in there, it's like, goodness gracious. So, yeah. Sodium chloride, one in and of itself. If you have too much salt in your body, that dehydrates you. Okay? You're wondering why you're waking up and you feel, oh, I'm so dry. Every time I eat this, I'm so dry. You listen to your body. Figure out why am I so dry. Your body's telling you something. And I just want you to pay attention to it. So when you eat those foods, the red meats, the highly processed red meat, and any food that you eat, for the sake of this episode, just sake of life, any food that you eat, listen to how your body feels. For instance, me college i would still eat cheese still drink a little milk here and there and then every time after lunch i'd be like oh my god my stomach hurt i feel so nauseous like why am i feeling this way like what's going on something's happening to me and then one day i really just started paying attention to what i'm putting into my body and how it made me feel 
lactose intolerance. Majority of Americans are, majority, not just Americans, excuse me, majority of the human population is lactose intolerant. Because when we were babies, we thrived off milk. As we got older, milk was really no, really not much of a necessity. And so we got rid of the enzyme lactase to break down lactose. And so when we eat lactose, our body's just like, what What are you doing? I can't do anything with this anymore. So causing inflammatory response and pain, diarrhea, constipation, nausea, etc. So just by doing that, that uh, that's how I really began to start eating intuitively. And it's like, yeah, why would I eat something that makes me feel bad? Food's supposed to make me feel good, not heavy and bogged down and tired and drained of energy. We want food that gives us energy, right? Food provides us with energy. That's why we eat it. If it didn't give us energy and it didn't help us do anything, it wouldn't be considered food to us. So why are the processed foods that we're giving it so highly available marketed as food when the things that's in there don't even naturally occur in nature and then we have all these random diseases that pop up. One day I want you to, when you're picking up some food, look at the back of it and just Google one of the ingredients that you don't understand and see what it does. Try that for me. So if you don't truly like, "Eh, I don't truly believe this, just start researching it. That's the big thing there. Research what you're eating and see how it messes or you know, how it messes with your body, how it, your body breaks it down, how your body digests it, and see how you feel. And if you don't feel good and you don't like the way it feels, you don't have to eat it anymore. There are other alternatives. Excuse me. So, another thing about red meat, consider red meat a luxury rather than something that you have to have with every meal. Yes, meats are high in protein and your vitamin B12s, but there are also various plants and supplements that you can have that you can replace this and offset this on days when you don't want to eat meat because it takes your body a lot more work to break down meat than it does other fruit and vegetables. So just switching up with your foods every now and then allows your body a chance to rest, allows your digestive system a chance to rest. So that it's not constantly working in overdrive and just mm, mm, constantly. Imagine how you feel. Just, just yes, your digestive system is part of you, but mentally think about how you feel physically, how you feel when you're constantly working. So your digestive system has to work to break down your food. So you ever notice that, oh, when you eat a big meal or certain types of food... You get really groggy and bogged down. Oh, I can't do nothing right now. I just really need to sleep. And that's your body. Yeah, it's, your body wants to give all your energy towards breaking that food down. So be conscious of that. When you want to eat lighter meals or higher or heavier meals, based off your energy or the energy that you want. Okay? So here are three simple tips on how to eat a little bit healthier. Consciously choose, consciously, excuse me, choose what you're about to eat. And not just eating out of habit because you see it sitting there. Big thing to prevent you just from eating out of habit is being conscious while you're eating. Why are you eating this? What's your goal for eating this? Are you truly hungry or are you just eating because you have nothing else to do right now?
And some of the times we do, they're like, I don't really know what to do. I'm just going to eat this. Or we see it there. I'm going to eat it because it looks good. But did our body want it? Sometimes probably not. And you want to know a good way to um, stash that off at eating just randomly when your body doesn't really want to? Eat a big breakfast. Not like big, big, big breakfast like your hands. No, I'm not talking about like a big breakfast like that. Eat a big, hearty breakfast with your complex carbs and your range of your simple carbs and your nutrient that's nutrient-dense as well as calorically dense there. So you have all that energy and that good prana and chi right there in the morning. Your breakfast is your first meal, your most important, really, because that turns the your body on. That turns on your metabolism. Okay, so... That's one way. Number two, buy foods that are organic or locally grown that's free of pesticides and herbicides. There's that whole Monsanto thing with the, um, the Roundup. When we figured out how all these pesticides and stuff cause all these cancers, why are we eating food that's sprayed with it? If we see that the people that spray these foods get need to have masks and things on, we shouldn't eat it. So let's talk to our people about not having food sprayed with that. If we were to eat, grow our food, excuse me, grow our food the way that nature intended, mixed with all these other weeds and other flowers and plants and things that are naturally pesticized themselves and naturally herbicized themselves, that will stave off other types of bugs and weeds growing in your garden or in the farm. But because we try to grow single crops, and that's not how the the planet works, we have to use these pesticides and herbicides because if we grow a single crop, then we're attracting this single organism or whatever to come to this food because it's like, hey, there's an abundance of this food source there. Why am I not going to go eat it? But, and so to counteract that, we create pesticides and herbicides to get rid of these pests and herbs, but without knowing that there are other detrimental effects that these pesticides and herbicides will have on the human race, right? Uh, number three, consider, oh, I said that I, no, I didn't. Consider red meat a luxury and not a necessity. You don't need to eat it with every meal. It doesn't need to be eaten with every meal. Um, consider it a luxury don't want to eat it every day you don't have to if you only eat it want to eat it once a day that's it okay meat isn't a really big luxury you don't have to have it all the time so that's really what this episode is about you are what you eat how do you want to live so before you eat consciously or before you make food consciously choose how do I want this food or the food that I'm about to eat make me feel? For instance, let's say you're really groggy and don't feel like moving in the morning. So you sit and you ask yourself, I want energy. I want to be able to get up. I feel dehydrated. What can I do? Or what can I eat? Excuse me. That'll help me move around more. That'll wake my body up. That'll give me energy. Ask yourself that. And then ask yourself, okay, 
for lunch. How am I feeling right now? Do I need more energy or I just need something probably calm me down a bit? Does my nervous system feel overly activated? Or am I still groggy? Or am I really up? Or do I just need to have like a salad or something? Like, listen to your body. Your body will literally tell you like, oh, I'm good right now. I can hold off for a few more hours and I may want to eat this. Okay? So, yeah. We are what we eat. And what we eat determines on how we'll live. Take this for instance. You have a cow. And naturally, cows, they're supposed to graze grass. But the cows that we have, that we feed, that we're going to eat, that we're going to use to eat, is usually fed genetically modified soybeans, genetically modified corn, given antibiotics and we know what antibiotics can do to our GI tract and just our body in and of itself it wipes out the good and bad bacteria and if you wipe out too much of the bad good bacteria you have an over proliferation of bad bacteria so you're trying to constantly fight 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 with bacteria this and that and so we give all of this to the cow that then eats all of these things and it puts it in its body and it um, metabolizes it to its body and then we end up slaughtering the cow and then we eat the cow and then we eat the byproducts of what the cow just ate. We don't want that. We want it. If we're going to eat meat, we want a cow that's treated humanely, that's fed how it should be fed. It's allowed to graze. It doesn't have hormones. It's not given antibiotics. So let's be conscious of that. And we have that ability to make that choice. Yes, it's a bit more expensive, but we rather eat food that is a little bit more costlier that'll help our body feel a little bit better. And look at it this way also. If we purchase more organic foods and these companies see like, oh, well, this is what people are purchasing, then that will, the demand of the organic food will go up. And so therefore, they will start supplying more of this and the cost will go low. So we have to buy more of it so that more people begin to... St- are you noticing now that more companies are starting to have vegan burgers and plant-based foods and stuff like that? Because they see that this is the demand now of the, com- of the society and of the community and of the collective. We have that power, okay? We truly have that power to control how we want this world to go. We just need to be conscious of it. But the food we eat is preventing us from being conscious because the majority of the food is laden, which is high sugar, high salt. It gives us quick energy to our body just to do what it needs to be done, and then that's it. We go crash and burn. Also, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but how often do we, do we poop? Our poop should not take us three days to come out of our body for food we eat. The, transient, the transition time for food we eat is 12 to 18 hours. Majority of Americans our transition times for food we eat is not 12 to 18 hours. We will literally go 24 to 48 hours before we have a bowel movement of the food we ate. Because majority of the food, we lack our, we lack hydration and enough water. We don't, and the food that we eat, it doesn't have enough fiber in it. So, we need to increase our fiber and take more fruit and vegetables, people. Yeah. So, I believe I am done. And, yeah, you are what you eat. 
we are what we eat. How do we want to live? Okay. We are what we eat. How do we want to live? We want to live a happy, healthy life. If you're listening to this podcast, you want to live a happy, healthy life. And we have that ability to live a happy, healthy life. And one, it can start by the foods that we eat. Because the food that we eat plays a very important role on the type of life that we will live. Because we are what we eat. I'll talk to you guys later. I will be posting another episode on Wednesday and Friday because I was gone on a hiatus all of last week and I do apologize for that and I thank you guys for coming back to listening in spite of so yes there will be a bonus episode on Wednesday and a regular episode on Friday I look forward to talking to you guys again and walking with you on your health and wellness journey this is Aaron talk to you later